Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Small Talk podcast. My name is Katie Fairman and I have missed recording these episodes so much over the last couple of weeks. I have just got back from going across the pond to Austin, Texas for the Formula One and then straight to Valencia for Formula E pre-season testing. But I'm back home now and although I'm going to be doing a podcast all about my incredible Austin adventures later on in the week, today's episode is focusing all about these F1 rumors that have been online over the last couple of days, all stemming from one tweet, by the way. And we're going to be applying some common sense to some of these rumors, I think it's fair to say, and basically deciding on the likelihood of these coming true. So if that sounds like something that you're into, then you're in luck. Grab yourself a drink. I've gone for a Yorkshire tea today because I've severely missed out on my tea fix while I've been stateside. And let's get into this week's episode. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, before we get into today's episode, one thing that I feel I have to note is that context is important and that's probably something that we're going to keep coming back to. All of these rumours have stemmed from one tweet, which is from a guy called Albert Fabriga. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. You know what I'm like with pronunciations on this podcast. But he is a Spanish F1 presenter, journalist, and he's somebody that is well-respected in the paddock. I've watched some of his technical explainers that he's done previously on the F1 YouTube channel, doing them alongside Laura Winter. I watched one recently where he was explaining how the DRS system worked on the car. And actually, well, one, I'm always happy to learn more stuff. And if that sounds like something that you're also into, I would really recommend his kind of thing. But what I'm trying to get at is that he's not somebody who needs to increase his profile. He already has a very large social media following. But this tweet that he shared has definitely got him a lot of attention. Some of it I'm probably sure is unwanted, but it was a bit of a silly tweet. 
if we're just going to be honest from the outset, it's kind of a bit like playground of like, well, I know something you don't know. Ha ha ha. You know, if you really have been told this crazy scoop, either go to another one of your journalist friends to see if they can sniff something out and turn it into a story or just keep tight lipped. <laughs> what is the point in going on Twitter and going, I know this really important thing and you don't know it and I'm not going to tell you what it is. Like, it's just a bit daft and some people have said it's a bit unserious and a bit irresponsible almost. But anyway, this tweet was sent Sunday evening, Monday morning kind of time. And it was sent in Spanish. As I mentioned, Albert is Spanish. And in English, it roughly translates to, I don't want to believe this rumor that I have been told in the paddock. No, that's it. But Twitter being Twitter, or X being X, it sent everyone into a spiral because everybody wants to believe everything they read firstly but two people's imaginations went wild and there are lots of possibilities of things bubbling away at the moment in formula one certain drivers are maybe underperforming others are overperforming and this tweet from a reliable respected source in formula one basically was a massive shake-up for all of this so let's start with rumor number one, and that was Sergio Perez will be out at Red Bull. Now, before I even get into dissecting this properly, I think it's worth noting that this would not be a new rumor. This is something that has been spoken about since the second half of the season, maybe even the first half of the season. Obviously, he had a strong run of results, getting the win in Saudi. Things looked to be going Sergio's way, but then very quickly it became obvious that Max is just an absolute machine and that Sergio is going to have to settle for second in that team. But even now, second in the Drivers' Championship is looking a bit fragile. You've got Lewis Hamilton, who is hot on Sergio's heels for that P2 spot in the end. Obviously, Hamilton, fresh from a podium in Mexico, was going to get a podium in Cota, but then had the disqualification, which is a story for another day. And then his DNF in Qatar. There's a high chance that Hamilton could be almost equal on points with Sergio at this point with a few races left in the season. But people have seemed to think that because of his nightmare race that he had in Mexico, Sergio going out at turn one, the guy didn't even get to do a full lap of his home Grand Prix. I mean, that's pretty gutting. Whether you're a fan of Sergio's or not, like every driver says that their home race is the one that they all want to win. And perhaps this might have been the last chance for Sergio to do that. Obviously, we know how passionate he is about Mexico and how much the Mexican fans love him. But he was just too ambitious in that first turn, didn't leave enough space. And as a result, got taken out by Leclerc, who did not deserve all of that booing. Like, really? Come on, guys. I really, I know some people are on the fence about booing and think, oh, well, it's part of the show, but I'm really, it just sits really uncomfortably with me personally. But people seem to think that after this bad nightmare race in Mexico, that maybe that was it for Sergio. And this is what Albert had heard. But you've got to go back to the tone of the tweet that he sent. I don't want to believe this rumor that I have been told in the paddock tells me that it's something that's quite shocking, that's quite negative. And although, you know, Sergio out being told he's out of Mexico in Mexico is shocking and negative. I don't think that this kind of narrative fits with what his tweet is trying to tell us. But I don't think that 
that's what this tweet would be about. Like I said, this is all speculation because Albert was lovely and vague about what he was tweeting about. But for me, that's not a bombshell enough for him to tweet, oh my gosh, I've just heard this rumor. Like that rumor has been going around for months now. So I don't think it's going to be check out out at Red Bull. However, one of the storylines, rumors that have been getting a lot of traction is that Yes, Checo's out at Red Bull, but that Red Bull are going to bring in Fernando Alonso to replace him or almost do a swap, which for Sergio, going back to Aston Martin, obviously that's a team that he has a lot of experience with in the past, previously Racing Point, Force India, like it's a team and an infrastructure that he knows well. More the fact that Alonso going to Red Bull would be such a, a weird curveball. I mean, you've got to, once again, look at this tweet. I don't want to believe this rumor that I've been told in the paddock. If Albert, who is a Spanish journalist, doesn't want a Spanish driver to go to the best team in F1, like, for me, that's reason enough for not to believe this, let alone the fact that I don't think Alonso is going to be going to Red Bull, but surely he would be happy with this news if he heard that Alonso is going to go and drive for the most competitive team we've seen in Formula One in the last few years. Like, surely that would be a good thing, no? But then people like Red Bull Spain have been baiting. They tweeted an emoji yesterday, which is like a finger over the mouth, like a hushed mouth emoji, fueling the fire. And there's also a guy online called Real MJ Thompson, who is a fake AI bot journalist. If you follow that account, unfollow it because it's all rubbish. The account doesn't exist. And it's just another reason why I hate the fact that you can pay for verification now because people see blue tick and they see journalists and they think, oh, this guy's 100% trustworthy. Like, I think it's just a bot or somebody playing some sort of stupid prank. But he posted about this, oh, sorry, this robot weird being, I don't even know what they are, posted that, oh, you know, Fernando to Red Bull confirmed, which has since received a community note, which I found quite funny. But yeah, like the main takeaway, guys, is do not believe everything you read on the internet, okay? Because if Fernando Alonso is going to Red Bull, there are so many more like legitimate journalists that are in that paddock that would be able to break that story rather than just some random anonymous source on Twitter. So please get your information from more reliable sources. Obviously, I'd like to include myself in that list, but people like your Chris Medlands, Luke Smith, Nate Saunders, Claire Cottingham, people like that who are in the paddocks that have the contacts to make the stories happen and not just some random AI generated bot with a blue tick, okay? Alonso to Red Bull, although that seemed to be the one that everybody wanted to happen, like I say, I can't see why Spanish journalists were saying, I don't want to believe this rumor. No, if Fernando Alonso was going to Red Bull. For me, this makes no sense at all. The rumor that I saw that makes the most sense, and sorry Alonso fans, you might want to cover your ears for this one, is that Fernando Alonso could be getting ready to retire. We all know it's going to happen one day, just the same as we knew that Seb was going to do it one day, but I didn't expect it to be quite so soon for Sebastian and I'm still in mourning, but it's fine, it's fine. But Alonso retiring for me seems the most likely out of all of the ones we're going to talk about on the podcast. I know his age has brought up a lot, but he is 42, he is going to stop at some point and... The Aston Martin this year has taken a huge fall in performance and 
let's be honest, the guy is probably a bit fed up because this always seems to happen. He always seems to land somewhere and then the car isn't quite what they promised him or what he believed the potential could be. And for me, I can see this one potentially being true. Uh, makes sense as well with what Albert said. I don't want to believe this rumor that I've been told in the paddock. Maybe he's been told that Fernando's planning this grand announcement and he's going to retire in Abu Dhabi or something along those lines. Maybe Vegas, I don't know. Brazil even this weekend would be a pretty dramatic and quick turnaround, but that's F1. Things happen quickly. But Fernando's not going to stay here forever. And the car is definitely not showing signs of improvement. In fact, in Austin, Lando made a comment and said that Aston Martin seemed to be bringing more downgrades than upgrades at the moment, which got a laugh. And he was like, what? What's so funny about that? But he must have known that what he said was going to get a bit of a giggle. But still, there is no denying that this year for Aston Martin has been so turbulent. Like we started off with, you know, Fernando on the podium, Lance in P4 with his broken wrist and his broken toe. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, if these guys are doing that now, the possibilities of what this car could do are amazing. And we all got on that Alonso hype train and if you're Fernando Alonso, you've been doing this so long. You've been going to these races, jetting across the world. I know he had his little time out where he went and won this small little race called Le Mans that nobody's ever heard of. But the reality is he's been doing this for two decades now. And there's always the hope, or maybe next year's car is going to be the one. But perhaps Fernando's finally realised that Let's end on some sort of a high. Like he had a great start of his season with Aston Martin. He picked up those podiums. He got so close to that win. And perhaps he just thinks it's, it's time. It's time to call an end to it. Like I've had good fun. He's going to leave being the hero. You know, everybody has enjoyed his content so much this season. The fact that he's doing all of this stuff on TikTok. I know a lot of people might find it cringe, but he's actually done a really good job of kind of rebuilding back up his brand image, if you will. I mean, I've said this countless times, but when he left F1 before, I was actually maybe a little bit glad to see the back of him. I found him to be quite arrogant, quite rude. And although I live with my brother, who was like a huge Fernando Alonso fan, and my brother's a very good judge of character. So I knew that there was some good in Fernando Alonso. But I think it's fair to say that when he left F1, maybe people didn't have the highest opinion of him. Whereas that has completely changed now for me at least. And I know a lot of other people in that I really, really like Fernando. He's got such quick wit. His driving, like I don't think people give him enough credit for what an intelligent driver he is. And even like in Zanvoort this year where he decided to take the inside line on the banking when it was damp because he tried it in Friday practice and ended up gaining all of those positions. Like he's just so smart the way that he drives as well as just being obviously insanely fast anyway. Maybe he just thinks I've done my bit, got my podiums, I've got a new whole row of fans and it's time to end this chapter. But like I said, this for me would be the thing that fits most with this kind of shocking rumor that he's heard that he doesn't want to believe if that makes sense so let me know if you guys agree with this or which one you think out of all the ones we're going to discuss it seems the most plausible but for me if I had to pick one out of this lineup 
I would say Fernando Alonso retiring is probably what's generated that kind of reaction. And maybe that's going to be the kind of news that we get in the next couple of weeks. On the theme of Aston Martin, we have Aston Martin being sold, which is another one that could be possible. I mean, Lawrence Stroll has done great things for the Aston Martin brand. Obviously, Aston Martin is a a manufacturer that's got decades of history and it's always been associated with luxury with people like James Bond and that movie franchise I mean for me one of my life goals is to own an Aston Martin it has been since I was young and still will be I don't know what Aston Martin I mean in my dream world I'd love to own a DB5 but they're about a gazillion pounds now so I think that could be slightly out of reach but Aston Martin has always been a great brand however he has really turned it around in terms of like in Formula One and the way that it's marketed within motorsport obviously they've announced that they're going into endurance racing in 2025 uh, with the Valkyrie hypercar in the world endurance championship so they've really done a great job and Lawrence Stroll have to give him credit has done a good job of building that Aston Martin brand up in motorsport but then there's also the car side of things an article that I found from the Financial Times said that the luxury car maker Aston Martin posted a pre-tax loss of 495 million for 2022 compared with 213.8 million in 2021 so almost double although the company expects to begin generating cash this year in 2023 so There's, you know, nearly 500 million pounds of pre-tax loss. It's not ideal, is it really? And I don't really know how to run a business, but I would not like to have that much loss in my company. So who knows? Maybe Aston Martin could sell. And if that happens, obviously there's going to be questions like, are the new owners going to want to continue with Formula One? If so, what's going to happen with Lance Stroll? Same thing with Fernando, if it's not to do with retirement rumours. What could the future look like for him? So yes, it's possible that Aston Martin could be sold. But then I think that there's also a possibility down the line of other F1 teams being sold. I couldn't see any news articles on it, but I saw some screenshots online yesterday of people saying that a significant amount of shares had been sold or moved over or I don't know. I'm not a finance girly. I cannot tell you what all of this means. And I also feel like maybe it's a bit naive to comment on it without, you know, having all of their accounts and where things are moving. And I don't know. It all sounds far too intelligent for me. Aston Martin could be sold. But once again, is that the kind of reaction that you think Albert's tweet would get from it? Probably not. A few accounts seem to bring back this suggestion that Audi are going to be withdrawing their F1 bid which is something that has been talked about for quite a lot of this month and even a little bit before. I've seen lots of reports saying that this is false anyway but apparently there is set to be a meeting at the end of the season to discuss Audi's future and how it's going forward with its F1 situation. Obviously they had this massive grand gesture and spa and last year announcing that they were going to be taking over Sauber's entry and going into Formula One in 2026 as a power unit supplier as well and there's been all this excitement about it but now the rumors seem to suggest that perhaps we won't see Audi on the grid after all which could happen I'm not part of the board members at Audi I don't know how much truth there is to this but I've also got to think 
well, surely with all of this singing and dancing of Audi coming back and all the situation that they're having to deal with with Sauber, this would surely result in a lot of legal trouble if they were to suddenly pull out. For me, it doesn't make much sense, but at least this is one of the rumours that I've seen actually quite a lot of trustworthy news sources reporting it over October or so. But another and final rumour for this one is that Toyota are going to take over Audi's bid. Now, this one, I think, is a load of rubbish because I did some digging and the first mention of this rumour was from an account that proudly detailed that their previous account was permanently suspended. So I'm not going to give them a lot of time. They are also not coming from, like, any kind of journalist. They just are a fan. And actually, the first thing in their bio on X states that they are a Kobayashi fan, which is very convenient when they say that Kobayashi is going to be the team principal of this Toyota F1 bid, which I'm like, oh, how convenient for you. But yes, they say that Toyota Gazoo Racing are going to collaborate with McLaren in buying Sauber, apparently, and that Toyota will then supply engines to McLaren. I mean, I have to give them credit. It's a very well-thought-out rumour, and they've put a lot of attention and detail into it. But yeah, they've said that so Toyota are going to supply engines to McLaren, and then they're going to have Kobayashi, that's Kamui Kobayashi, former F1 driver, as the team principal, and then have a driver lineup of Ritomo Mayata, I think is how that's pronounced, who's currently in Super Formula, and then Ryo Hirakawa, who is actually the current McLaren reserve driver. But there are so many working parts to this. Obviously, the Audi bid has to fall through, but then Toyota have to go ahead and with very little time, might I just add, build their completely new powertrain and supply that to McLaren. And it's just going to be, there's so many working parts. And it's come from a source that I, it's a very much trust me bro source, but uh, I can't see this one happening. If it does happen, absolute call of the century. But for me, this is probably the one out of all of them that I'm like, this has just been completely made up. And as we said, do not believe everything you read on the internet, children, because most of it is absolute rubbish. And that's me putting it politely. Um, I was pretty annoyed yesterday when I was going through um, Twitter X. What, what, what do the kids call it now? What are we calling it? It's going to be pretty difficult to break out of the habit of calling it Twitter, I think. So take that, Elon, who actually, I saw Elon Musk in person and I should have had a bone to pick with him. But he arrived in the Austin paddock an hour after lights out. Great timing, hun. You've missed the best part of the action. But I should have said to him, you've ruined this stupid bird app. But anyway, I didn't. I just took pictures of him instead and put it on Instagram because I am spineless. Yes, yeah, sorry. I went off on a right tangent there, didn't I? People on Twitter, now you can hide behind any profile and put a blue tick against your name. People, unfortunately, will believe anything. I mean, there was a rumour going around last week that Carlos Sainz had fathered a baby, <laughs> which turned out to be complete nonsense, but just proves don't believe everything you read. And that's Carlos Sainz Jr., by the way, not Daddy Science. This is Junior Science. So basically, social media is a right cesspit for gossip and speculation, which is why tweets like Albert's do not help the situation. But anyway, hopefully in the coming weeks, we will find out what he actually learned 
and we can all live happily ever after. But for now, guys, um, onto a more serious note. I've heard about this rumour that is going on in the F1 paddock, and I need to talk to you about it. And that is that... <laughs> that was evil. I hope that worked out and that didn't sound totally rubbish. But anyway, now I know no rumours. I know nothing. But what I do know is that I'm back now from my travels. I'm not planning on going anywhere anytime soon, which means more podcasts. And I have got lots of ideas since being away from podcasting for the last three weeks or so. I have got an extensive list of ideas on my notes app on my phone. And the first podcast that I'm going to record, that's obviously not this one, is all about Austin and what things were like in the Austin paddock, what I got up to, the F1 drivers that I interviewed, which is very exciting. And uh, yeah, if you want to listen to that episode, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast, if that's on Spotify, if that's on Apple, so you get notified when episodes go live. Also, if you have been enjoying this episode and wants to come, please be sure to give five stars. But for now, thank you so much for listening. I've missed you lots and I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Take care of yourselves and see you soon. Bye!